Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Our text tonight is the second reading from the book of Acts, in which we see our Lord Jesus Christ ascend into heaven. And as we confess it week after week, he now sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And from thence he will come again to judge the living and the dead. It's a key part of our faith, a key part of our confession of our faith. He has completed his work of salvation. He's gone to the cross, he's raised from the dead, and now he sits in heaven. And where he goes, you will one day follow. Now he sits at God's right hand. Now he intercedes for us with a blood more worthy than the blood of slain Abel. Now he declares to God the Father that your sins are forgiven. God listens to that declaration. God will welcome you into his kingdom. God promises that you are now his child, adopted brother and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Christ is coming back. That is absolutely sure and certain. He will return, as the angel declared, the exact same way that he went into heaven. And that day is coming soon, very soon. When he returns, he will raise all the dead. And he will judge them. And those with faith will go to heaven to live with him face to face in a new creation, a new heaven and earth, world without end, perfect, no tears, no crying, no pain, no suffering, no sin. But we're kind of in this weird middle time, aren't we? Christ was here and ascended into heaven, and Christ is coming back. But what about the between then and then? What about now? If Jesus ascended into heaven, is he with us still? Or are we alone? Is he with us as we face a pandemic? Is he with us as loved ones become sick with cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's? Old age. Is he with us as we watch them die? Is God with us as we ourselves 
grow older, grayer, weaker, fatter? Is Christ with us when the bills are tight? We're not sure we have enough money to make it to the end of the month. Is he with us? When we're not sure what's right or wrong, we're not sure what to do, what the right course of action is. Is he with us? Day in and day out. He was here, but he ascended. He is coming back soon. But it hasn't happened yet. And in this in-between time, sometimes it feels like he's not here, doesn't it? Like we are alone. Like Jesus has forgotten us. It's not just our spiritual well-being that feels this way. It's in every aspect of our lives that sometimes we just feel alone and isolated. Sometimes we think it's up to us to fix all the problems and we don't even know where to get started or what to do. And all we want is just a little bit of advice about where to start, how to handle things. Sometimes that advice isn't there. Sometimes it seems like there's no one there to help us or support us. Like there's no one to turn to. Maybe you felt that way the last few weeks. Maybe you felt isolated, like the distancing was a bigger part of your life than the social part. Like you've been locked in, separated. You've worked from home and not seen anyone. You haven't been to church to gossip and enjoy the conversation with your friends. To drink coffee during Bible study. The kids haven't gone to school. Maybe they haven't had their normal friends to play with. After all, playgrounds are illegal, right? Even at the grocery store, when you might run into someone and have a conversation in aisle seven, now people treat you like you're rotten fish. Can't get too close. Keep your distance. It adds up to make us feel alone. Sure, you can talk to people on the phone. You can Skype or FaceTime or Google Hangout or Zoom. You can post on other people's Facebook pages or send out a tweet 
Maybe you can talk to a loved one at a nursing home through a screen out their window. But that's not the same. Can't hold their hand or get a hug when you need one. You can't see a smile that's covered up by a mask. Can't even talk to your neighbor unless you stay six feet away. Dear Christian, are you alone? Are you isolated? Does Christ abandon us in this weird in-between time, between the ascension and the second coming? Are we all by ourselves? No. No. First off, though Christ has gone into heaven, though he has ascended and been hidden from our sight, and though he sits at the right hand of God the Father, he has not left you alone as orphans. He has not abandoned you here in this world. He hasn't said, it's up to you, and I hope I see you again. No. The apostles watched him ascend into heaven until a cloud hid him from their view, but he didn't leave. He's still here with you. And not just in some spiritual way that we say to our friends, oh yeah, God's with you. He really, truly is present. Where, pastor? Where's Jesus? He's here in the preaching of his word. Jesus is the word of God who took on flesh after all. When God's holy word is preached and taught in its truth and purity, the Holy Spirit brings you Jesus, his forgiveness, his mercy, his compassion, his care. He's there to sustain you and your faith in that word. That's why it's so important for us to be in God's word, to read our Bibles, to spend time in devotions. In the same way that it's important for you to spend time with your spouse, talking and interacting with them, so too Christ wishes to talk in his word to you. He's here. In that word, with his name, he's here. And if he's present in the word, he's also present here at the altar, where the word of God is attached to bread and to wine, so that you can physically come into contact with the body and blood of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of sins, for life and for salvation. Jesus physically comes to you when you eat the Lord's Supper. 
And just as Christ, the resurrected Jesus, still bore the wounds of the cross, when He comes to you in the Lord's Supper, He brings the forgiveness of the cross. He brings the crucifixion, the death, and the resurrection, and the ascension right to you. So that all His actions, all His salvation, all His work, can be graciously bestowed upon you, no matter what. And Christ comes to you in his word as it's attached to water in holy baptism. We saw a baptism last Sunday, didn't we? It's not just some past action that previously happened to you. You are baptized now. Every day, your old sinful flesh drowns in the waters of baptism, and a new person arises to live before God. In baptism, you were clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness so that when God looks at you, he doesn't see a sinner. He doesn't see someone who does wrong. He sees Jesus who's with you, who's hiding your guilt and your shame, who's making you holy. Because you are baptized, the living and ascended Jesus speaks to God on your behalf. You are God's child. And the cool thing about baptism and about the Lord's Supper and about hearing God's Word is that all of these things make you a part of something bigger than yourself. The body of Christ. You belong to the body of Christ. He is your head. We are His members. And being a part of the body of Christ, we are never alone. Christ is always with us, and the fellow members of the body of Christ are always there for us as well. They're there to provide for us when we're sick, to help us out in our time of need, to care for us when we feel alone to visit us when we're in prison or when our life is coming to its end. The body of Christ is there with us, fellow Christians, to face all the challenges of this life and world, to help us put aside the fears of this world and to live in the forgiveness of Jesus. Christ ascended into heaven. Christ is coming back on the last day. And in this in-between time, Christ is not absent from the world. He's present in his word, in the sacraments, in the body of Christ, the church, and all of his presence 
is for our good and benefit. Dear Christians, if you are in need because you've been socially isolated, know that Christ is here. The church is here. Your fellow Christians are here for you. And, dear Christians, know this. You are the body of Christ. Be there for those who are alone, weary, depressed, sick, sad, suffering, persecuted, and all the rest. Be the hands and feet of Christ in caring for them. And across the board, know that God is with you to care for you, to provide for you, to love you. You cannot be where he is not. As Psalm 139 says, If I ascend into heaven, you are there, O Lord. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there... Even there, your hand shall lead me. Dear Christian, hear the promise spoken by your Lord. Shortly before he ascended into heaven, blessing his disciples and you, he said, Surely I am with you always even to the end of the age. That's the truth. Yes, Jesus has ascended into heaven. Yes, he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Yes, he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead. That is our faith. That's what he accomplishes for us. And as we await that fulfillment, Christ is still here with us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.